Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dad's Net Original Podcast. Hi, Mel. That's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum Podcast. Coming up on this week's very exciting episode, we hear exclusively from Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, and Scarlett Johansson about the new Sing 2 movie. We've got an eggy confession, two more unpopular opinions, and we're looking into the top five essentials that every dad needs, according to dads. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Take a breath, take a breath. It was a lot, wasn't it? It was a lot, yeah. We've really got that much coming up. It's a, it's a very busy show. I mean, I've got to have lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's, what's going on here? It's fine. It's fine, it's oh, fine. I'll I, be succinct. I cannot wait till you hear about what the, the guys from Sing Team, the guys. The guys. <laughs> you know the guys from Sing Team, Matthew McConaughey, Scarlett Johansson and yeah. uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, those guys. Oh, yeah, I know them. Those guys. <laughs> um, so you'll hear a few uh, a few like uh, bits and bobs from them, but I went to see the film on last week. Was it last weekend? Last weekend. And it's. I think it's up there with one of the greatest kids animation movies I've ever seen the first was good the first was good but the first wasn't really on my radar I watched yeah. it um, and I really liked it and I kind of really liked Matthew McConaughey's character yeah who's Buster Moon the little koala yeah <clears throat> and I love Luna is really into the singing part she loves all that but you know when you, you go I'll go and see it you know I've seen the trailers it looks good it looks funny yeah and um, Bono's in it <laughs> which I mean nice I know. <laughs> why not so I thought I'll oh, watch it blown away Really? Absolutely, and, I, and I'm that guy. Better than the first. Oh, a hundred, yeah, really, l- l- so much better. It is just amazing, and you know how you can tell it's a good, it's a good film. Is you know, you like me, you're a dad, you're tired, you go into a dark room, you go into <laughs> you a reclining. Didn't fall asleep. Didn't fall asleep. <laughs> no way. There was no way I was falling asleep. Oh. It was just. And Luna, watching my daughter Luna, who is four years old, she started off a bit sort of, you know, when they're like they're a bit the yeah. popcorn's gone, and they stand up, and yeah, then they sit the, back down. The jelly tots are gone. The the juice is yeah. gone. I'm thinking any minute now she's gonna need a wee. Just as I've settled down and reclined, but she didn't. After about 10, 15 minutes, she sat. On the recliner with her legs, you know how they cross legs? Yeah. How they usually do it when they're, they're sat on the floor in the teacher's room. Yeah. And she was just mesmerized. Really? For the whole movie. Well, how did Noah find it, obviously being a few years older? He loved it. Did he? Absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's just such a brilliant... Interesting. ...feel-good family film. It's it's excellent. The cast is amazing. And yeah. you'll hear from the cast towards the end of this podcast today. Amazing. Well, I'm excited because I actually haven't heard it. Oh, so I am excited. So good. Um... I we we were we're big fans of of Sing One in our house, um, so I, I think we might take the kids this weekend. To do be it with you. Do it, and then I think the following weekend 
we're going to see Spot. Me and Noah are having a, a, a boys' day. We're going to go and watch uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm back into the cinema now. Yeah. I'm loving it. You really? Get back into yeah. it after two years out. But I think we need to put a request in that directors, filmmakers, don't don't make these three-hour movies anymore. We haven't got time nope. for that. 90 minutes. Yeah. 90 minutes is all we need. I think scene two is longer than that. But 90 minutes. Um, my co-host that I work with on the radio, Kelly Brook, yeah. she watched the new Bond film and she watched it in three-hour installments. Yeah. She watched it like... She treated it like a box set. Yeah. Well, uh, three hours is too long. It's too much. It's got to be under two for us. Yeah. Like, we just couldn't cope with it. Ted wouldn't... I, I wouldn't. I'd be done. Yeah. Um... Now I was I've got some stuff to share, okay. But I might park it based what? on the fact that we we're busy what, what? today. Not we're busy. We're not busy. We're not busy. <laughs> we're not busy. The show is busy. <laughs> we're just sat here talking. Yeah, we're busy. I've got I've got things to do. I've oh, got no. time to record. We've turned into those people that just say we're busy for the sake of it. Can't I, do it. I'm I busy. Meant, I meant the show is busy. Um, so I might just park it. But what I did want to say was I was uh, uploading the episode. Yeah. And I clicked on, there's a button on the host called Reviews. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll just see what reviews there are. Oh, we've got, we have got more reviews. So this is what happened. So I oh. went on and this is the review I read. A Brilliant Show was the title. Okay. This is one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Al is an absolute joy to listen to. <laughs> I look forward to listening every week. Right. And I thought, oh my God, who shared that? Right. <laughs> and then I looked down. And there's a little tag on it says, example. Example. <laughs> and it's an example of a review. It's not a real review. <laughs> I was so happy. And then I was like, oh, no one actually wrote that. <laughs> so, so, then, so then I thought, right, this next time we record, I have to ask people to review because I was so disappointed. So if you're listening, please take Two minutes out of your day today. Use the example. <laughs> yeah, I mean, feel free to base it on the example. <laughs> but please leave us a review wherever you're listening, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever whatever Facebook. platform you're on. Facebook, yeah, if you're in, in the States. Um, and and also I was going to ask as well, when you once you've done that, share with one person. We want to just keep building listeners. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so share with one person. Leave a review, share with one person. Also, I'll ask you this question. As you're listening to us, I'll ask you this question. What are the, what are the podcasts, dad podcasts, that you listen to right now is going to have Matthew McConaughey, Scarlett Johansson, and Reese Witherspoon on later? I'm, I'm just going to put that there. And I'm just going to live with you. As a dad, I fancy all three of these people. <laughs> I think equally as a dad... I agree. <laughs> it's, it's not often we fancy every single one. <laughs> so, so let's see. Uh, so let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, please do leave us a review and uh, and share with any friends or family that you think might be interested. Um, I've got. To get, I've got to tell you one story. There's two things I've got to okay. do. First thing I've got to give a shout out to Strood Motor Centre, who I, I, I bought Charlie's car from the right. other day. I didn't get it free before you even say that. Right. But do you know what it was? <laughs> hashtag gifted. Do you, do you know what? No, absolutely. <laughs> hashtag not gifted. But do you know what I like about what, good service? I don't yeah. think you find good service no. in, in many places. You anymore. feel like you're an irritant yeah. to most people yeah. nowadays. These guys were amazing. Shall I, shall I tell you a great little touch? I got there. There were a couple of cars that I wanted to look around. And there were there were two guys. There was there was Russ and Ross, which was quite confusing. Um, <laughs> like in Friends, <laughs> <laughs> when Ross turns to Russ, it's like, whoa! Hey, hey guys. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can confirm that that Ross wasn't wearing leather trousers <laughs> and didn't have a, an eight tan. Yeah. Um, so just, but like little touches, like, you know, I was looking around, he was like, do you want a cup of tea? You know, go on. It, it, it was a cold day. If it's cold, just go in the office there, go and have a sit down. Anything you need to know. But the, nothing was too much trouble. Yeah. And that's what I think we're missing nowadays. And I know I sound, I'm sounding like my dad, but good service. I mean, it, do, it doesn't cost anything. No. It genuinely doesn't. No. And it, they, the guys were just fantastic. Yeah. So more of that, please. Oh, nice. The other thing. I got a message from my sister last night. All right. And my sister has got two kids. They're grown up kids. They're like 14 and 16 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not grown up. Well, but they're, they're, they're grown <laughs> up, grown up. That's still well into the immature phase of <laughs> adolescence. So my sister put this in our family WhatsApp group. Okay. So um, she was like, hi, all. Hope all is well. Uh, this is my highlight of the day. Hope it makes you laugh too. So I'm at work on the shop floor. So my, my sister works at Tesco. Uh, I get a phone call at 4.50 yesterday afternoon saying, it's the school here. And she's thinking, shit, what's what's he done now? Mm. <laughs> so my, my nephew. And he is, he's quite, he's a bit of a tow rack. Is he? So the call started with, hi, it's so-and-so's tutor here. Just to let you know, unless you already know, another pupil in so-and-so's class has decided to draw a penis on his shirt. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic lads. So my sister then start laughing on the phone, and uh, and the tutor said, uh, "No, she." So 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 she said, um, "I wasn't quite sure how to say it, so I thought the best way was just to say it how it was." <laughs> and she was laughing so Amazing. much. But then I, I said, I, "Of course, I had to say, can you show me a picture of the penis on the shirt? Yeah, yeah prove it or it didn't happen." <laughs> and I'm sorry by by my standards and your standards. Yeah, at and, school. I, and I, I just to be sh- I have drawn my fair share of penises, <laughs> right? So I, I would class myself as a relatively well experienced penis drawer. <laughs> there, there's the promo. <laughs> I mean, it's up into the thousands. I reckon oh. I've drawn over a thousand penises. <laughs> and that's why you've got to listen this week to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast to find out where that came from. <laughs> so um, we we have both drawn our fair amount of penises yeah. on shirts. Um, and when we've been caught, we've said they're lighthouses with light emitting out of them. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the worst penis I've seen. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. There's a few things here that he's done wrong. One is he's used a biro, biro on shirts. No, that's get a whiteboard marker. Oh. Secondly, what, what's the? Why is there such a difference between <laughs> testicle size? Do you know what this looks like? Do you know when you used to when you caught? You know when you saw your dad's penis first thing in the morning when it was cold. If I turn it sideways, that's what it looks like. <laughs> It's quite sharp as well. It's so many would stab Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lethal. Oh. Amazing. So yeah, we did we did it once with my friend's um, pencil case. We just we just <laughs> covered it in 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 penises. It was it's so good. Like oh, that takes me back. Oh. He must that those boys must have had such fun that day. Oh, I miss it. I miss it. Isn't I miss it? Just, it? I really hope that Ted. Is, is as good at drawing penises is, on shirts uh, yeah, as his dad. I really hope that he draws a lot of penises. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That has. I think me. this is a new feature. Things you only did at school. Yeah. I think this is a great. Oh, I, I've got so one much. straight. I've got another one which I can think of. Bank it. Bank it. Can you write it down then? Because okay, I hang on, hang on. I, hang I, on. Won't, I, I will totally forget. Okay. Mate, but I'll I make think a this note. is this is a good feature. Things, Things. you only did at school. 
But wish you could do now. But wish you could do now. <laughs> I, I want to draw a penis on a shirt. Yeah. Do you know what? We'll come, we'll come in next week and there'll be some clip or something on social media of Jen. And one of her dresses will just have a penis. <laughs> Please do that. I'll be like, I'll be like, Please gotcha. <laughs> Al, you're so childish. I'll be like, yeah. Snicker, 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 snicker. <laughs> Yeah, look out for that on social. Oh, um, amazing. Okay, well, let's get on, let's get oh. on to the confession before we, we oh. go too far down the rabbit hole. Dear, dear JK and Al, I drew, <laughs> drew a penis on my wife's white dress. <laughs> she doesn't know I did it on the back. It was her wedding dress and she still doesn't know to this day. <laughs> yeah, she went, she went out for dinner with a penis on the <laughs> Are you wearing a white t-shirt? I'll draw a penis on it. No, it's, it's black and white. No, uh, get off it. It's Carhartt. Oh, wow. Oh, mate. <laughs> you see, who would have thought that a biro and a shirt would have brought you so much joy? Oh, God. Right, okay, let's do the confession. So welcome to the confession. Uh, you are seeking forgiveness from Al and myself to some sort of bad. Is that a strong word? You know, some parenting fails, maybe. So yeah, sometimes bad. Anonymous for real. What we got? Yeah, this one's anonymous. Um, could have been me, but for the caveat, it wasn't. No, it could have been me. Um, it's, this is a good one, though. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Dear J.K. and Al, this is my favourite time of year, hands down. For one reason and one reason only. Guess. Christmas. <laughs> no, we've had Christmas. It's not this time of year. <laughs> oh, this time of year. Yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, but you are close with, with Mother's the, Day. No, Easter. Easter. <laughs> oh, God. Right, let me start again. This what is are my favourite. About? It's, yeah, it's, the, it's, still, it's only just gone February. Okay, true. true. But when I, when I reveal this, you'll understand why. Because okay, right, these right. come out on Boxing Day. And onwards. Right. So, this is my favourite time of year, hands down, for one reason and one reason only. Cream eggs. Oh, okay. Yes. I love the things. I start every day with one and end every day with one. <laughs> things you only did at school. <laughs> yeah, but of a cream egg for breakfast. <laughs> you see that now. If you, if you drive, when I drive Ted to school, uh, you see boys going to the local grammar school. Yeah. And they've come out the shop and they have a, a pint of milk and like... <laughs> And some sort of energy drink, and that's their breakfast. <laughs> like, oh my god, the curdling going on in yeah, there! That's yeah. like when you've, you've been out on beer all, all day, you're on all day session, and you have a Bailey's to sell yeah, your stomach. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I start every day with one and end every day with one. But the but the one problem comes when the kids ask for one. Right. I know that feeling. Uh, well, it would have been a problem, but for a stroke of genius on my part. The first time they asked for one last year, I went out into the kitchen, surgically halved the egg and scooped out the delicious cream, which, let's face it, is the best bit. I think we were all in agreement there. Mm. I enjoyed the creamy centre. <laughs> right. <laughs> I enjoyed the creamy centre and then stuck the shell back together, rewrapped it and gave it to the kids. This was, la uh, this was last year and so far they still have no idea that a cream egg has cream in it. Dad's one, kids nil. <laughs> forgiven. Absolutely forgiven. It's yes, the, the creamy centre. Why is that funny? I don't know. Is, uh, is the best bit. And, and, and two, well, you're also halving their sugar intake 
when they have a cream egg. You're yeah. actually making, you know, you're being slightly you're healthy. You're saving them. I, absolutely forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, it's on par with uh, when they won't eat carrots and you grate the carrot into the bolognese and they don't know they're eating it. Oh, no. Is it Dolmio or is it Tesco home? One or the other. They do the hidden veg sauce. Yeah, exactly. that's That's a good one. Back to cream eggs. My favorite thing, cream eggs always, <clears throat> they always like spark a really good nostalgic memory for me. Mm. And it's because when, when I used to work with uh, Joel, my mate Joel, when we used to work on Radio 1, it was JK and Joel. Uh, we used to do like loads of uni gigs. So we'd be up and down the country yeah. doing doing these gigs in nightclubs and, you know, this sort of stuff in universities. And uh, we, we had a rider. Well, we, well, Scott Mills had a rider. So we, we were on before Scott Mills once. Mm-hmm. And we, we, like, we met up in the pub and had a few beers and stuff. And he, was, he, he said, all right, boys, so what's on your rider? We were like, what? What's a rider? We, Excuse me? What, 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 yeah. what, what are you saying? He's like... Well, you know, what have you requested for your gig? We like we don't we don't get it. Yeah, you, just said, bring a packed lunch. Yeah, he said. Well, for me, for instance, it's no, it's a couple of bowl, a couple of bottles of um, of Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like some crisps. I like some snacks, and, and we were like, oh, right, okay, that's a rider, <clears throat> right." So we we realised that you can only get Cadbury's cream eggs at certain time of the year. Yeah. So being the bastards you are or were, well, <laughs> you requested them in. Out of season. Out of season, yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> those, those poor people who had to try and source cream eggs in November. Bottle of vodka, bottle of orange juice, and two cream eggs. <laughs> that was our rider. Amazing. And they had to literally, there were people calling Cadbury's to get cream eggs so that we could. Did you get them? Yeah. Wow. There was never a time we didn't get them. Really? So someone must have had some sort of direct line to Cadbury to get, yeah. to get these eggs. I need to know who that person is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So does this guy. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so always, uh, I always love a cream egg for that reason. And I've got thrown out of a supermarket for because of a cream egg. What happened? Well, we, <laughs> I did, uh, I did a shop with Joel, and we, I think we were quite drunk. We both got a trolley each, and we put one cream egg in the big trolley, <laughs> and then went to check out. <laughs> we got thrown out. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, why is that? You can't throw us out for that. No, that's, I mean that's just fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean. And we were buying stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one one stuff. We literally got to the till, both of us, and they went, get out. <laughs> I bet you both just did as well, like like heads down. Like, yeah, we did. Just like naughty schoolboys. With, without cream eggs, they were yeah. left in the basket. Yeah, and probably both, probably both of you had a penis drawn on the back. <laughs> as, well. as, as you left, the store manager was going, no, he's a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely forgiven, mate. Forgiven. We applaud you. Well done. We need a bit more of that in our lives. Um, well, I was going to take about a rider. So when we Ted was cast in a t in, in an advert very recently, yeah, and he had or they said oh there'd be a rider so for snacks and things to keep yeah. him um well fueled. So turn up and this this girl she was an intern and she said oh Ted like would you like to see what what we've got you for snacks and she pulled out Pringles and um, those little chocolate crispy cakes and a smoothie Ooh. and all this stuff and Ted turned around and goes you got any carrot sticks <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at him as if she's like what kind of kid are you what <laughs> no I don't no. chocolate crisps <laughs> I have e numbers and that's it yeah the the closest thing the only thing he had was a chocolate croissant. <laughs> Wow, but Noah doesn't like chocolate or sweets, does he? No, yeah. So they're just not fussed by it. He 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 does. If it's a if it's a beige, if it's beige, mm. it's in his food group. Right. So if it was a shortbread, 
any slight little hint of any chocolate chips or anything yeah. like that. No. What about white chocolate that's sort of beige? He, he's dabbled in white yeah. chocolate. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Charlie, Charlie gets so annoyed. We went down to um, my hometown once and one of my friends, because like their kids eat chocolate, one of my friends said, uh, does no one want chocolate? And Charlie went, no, he doesn't eat chocolate actually. And she was like, well, what you need to do is you need to start him on the white chocolate first and then try and get him on the on the milk chocolate. She was like, why is this person yeah. trying to get my kid to eat chocolate? He yeah. doesn't want it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like this lady. But she's but seriously, I bought these Pringles. Have some Pringles. Yeah, it's like, nah, I just want some grapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay, amazing. Let's move on. So, okay, coming up next. Um, we are going to be, we've got two unpopular parenting opinions to run through. Okay. Um, and then we're going to dive into the top five essentials according to dads. Okay. Okay. All that before we hear from Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon and Scarlett Johansson about the Sing 2 movie. Unpopular parenting opinions. Yeah. How many have we got today? Two. Two. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. On. First one. It's from Dylan. He says it's okay to let your kids watch horror movies or inappropriate, in inverted commas, movies, as long as you take the time to explain to them what's what. No. We've had, we, we had a similar conversation about this the other week. Yeah, about music. Yeah. No. I, 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 was, I, I was walking to work with um, my old co-host Lucy the other day, and we were talking about how she, she likes horror movies she said she used to love them when they used to have sleepovers at school mm-hmm. you know when you used to go around to your mates and you all yeah. slept on the living room floor and, yeah and watch a scary movie and like the, the dad would go look I'll get you I'll get you an 18 movie I yeah. know you're only 12 but I'll get you an 18 yeah. movie you can watch the horror movie and they all get scared and then but the dad jumps t- out at them <laughs> yeah <laughs> classic <the> dad boom <laughs> but I can't I like that I remember used to, we watched like but they're not, like that would be like at age 14, 15 yeah right? yeah and that was like nightmare in elm street or it might have been pet cemetery yeah. you know, when horror films weren't that yeah that bad they didn't have the psychological no. weird element no. to it it was more just like oh he's been stabbed yeah yeah so i'm i'm i was calm i'm all right with that but i don't i don't get why you want to scare yourself no i've never got it I don't, it's no. not the gore factor i can take gore it's yeah. fine but i just don't get why you want to put yourself into that anxiety stressful scary no, place and yeah. you're wanting to do it yeah no, and, and certainly you wouldn't want to put your kid through no. that before they kind of aware of it I think this is the thing with with parenting now is that I think what people do or the error that people do and this is maybe a bit judgmental of me but it's my opinion so I'm going to go with it mm. it might be unpopular, unpopular. <laughs> um, is I think that we we, br- we bring kids we, we make kids aware of things they just don't need to be aware of at this stage. Yeah. At any stage. Like, okay, if they find out about swearing because a kid at school said a swear word, yeah, they've kind of organically, naturally found out about swearing and you can have that conversation. Yeah. If at two years old, when they start talking, you then start saying, oh, but there are some words you can't say. Like, you don't need to, don't need to have that conversation then. Mm. Just let life happen because what I think what then happens is kids get older way before their time yeah you know their their kids are um you know they lose their innocence before they need to lose their innocence yeah and i don't think that that i think that you know we we need to be aware of that and this for me falls into that category the only thing i would say is when you get to teens and there's a whole lot of peer pressure and social media and things they might see on that i think that that is this is where this does come into play a little bit as an example 
Louis has watched Love Island for a few years now. He's 17, so obviously it's yeah. kind of fine. But when he was sort of 14, 15, and they have all his mates talking about Love Island, rather than just say, no, you can't watch it. And it is all about sex. It's all about, mm. like, everyone's got their tits out. Everyone's got their pecs out. Like, it's just naked people on TV. Yeah. But what Jen did, and I really respect her for this, I think it's a really good call, is Louis either going to watch that on his own in his bedroom, or he can watch it with Jen, and actually they can talk about, yeah, she's got fake boobs. Oh, that's not really real life. This isn't really how relationships begin. Yeah. You know, and actually, like this guy says, like Dylan says, explain to them what's what. I do think that's a better way of accessing inappropriate, or potentially inappropriate stuff. Okay. No, I agree. Good. Next one. Yeah, next one. <laughs> Covered. Uh, I like this one. Well, I don't like it at all, but it's an interesting one. Uh, this is from Dave, and he says, you should ask permission from your baby before changing its nappy. Oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, it's, it's big. And then this is caveated by someone else, and I won't reveal their name. He said, it happened to my uh, to my at my kid's nursery. I went to pick up my daughter. I had to wait outside 25 minutes as she said no while they were changing her nappy and it would violate her human rights. And how old was the child? Uh, well, nursery, so what, two, three? Two or three. I mean, still nappy, so yeah, I guess younger, maybe two. So are you trying to say to me then that if you are, okay, you're a, you're a nursery worker and you ask the two, three-year-old, can I change your nappy? Because you've just done a big steaming shit. Mm. And they say, no, that's, that's all then right. The it? nursery teacher has to leave it. No. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts? My thoughts, again, might be unpopular. They might be old fashioned. But my role as my kid's parent is to teach them how I think, what I think is right. And I don't think it's right to leave yourself dirty mm. or unclean. Um, and, and, and this this conversation also goes on to things like tickling. Like people say, oh, you shouldn't tickle your kids. And then when they're screaming and laughing, going, no, daddy, stop, like this. And you carry on because it's fun. Like you've violated their human rights because yeah. they've asked you to stop and you haven't, even I'm, though you're tickling. Yeah, but I'm talking about you know, my family set up. So my kids that I'm tickling, I'll tickle my kids and they go, no, daddy, no, ha, 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 stop. Yeah. So you stop and they'll go, tickle me again. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, what, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that won't hide in the court. Oh. <laughs> I think it's too much. I think I'm the parent, they're the kid. Do do what I tell you to do. If I'm going to change your nappy because you're dirty, I'm going to change your nappy because you're dirty. Yeah. Like, but is it different in a nursery though? Is, is that, is it a nurse? Because well, if you, like you said, if you went to pick them up and they had a, a poo that's been in their nappy for three hours because they refuse to be changed. I'd be livid. I'd be livid. I'd be saying, what, well, they've got rash, they're dirty, they're smelly. Yeah. Maybe another kid's been mean because they're dirty. Like, it's it's not okay. If, it, if a nursery didn't want to do it, and I would understand why a nursery wouldn't do it because probably somewhere someone will get sued, yep. they'll lose their jobs, they'll lose their livelihood, and all because some ridiculous... Oh, woke can I say that woke parent somewhere has complained because the nursery changed their child's dirty nappy without the kid's permission ridiculous but probably somewhere that will happen so I understand why a nursery might be hesitant but I would have a policy either I'm going to change the nappy or you need to come and collect them yeah yeah well it's it's I think it's down like you say now it, it's down to the individual fine if you want if you say look if my if, if my kid says they don't want to be changed, 
then please don't change mm. them. Fine, okay, I'll put that in the in the book. Mm. So little Jimmy, who likes to poo a lot, doesn't want to be changed. Yeah, fine, and okay. we'll leave him ten minutes. But the policy is then you've got to come and collect. Him. Yeah, yeah. As long as the, yeah. He's unclean as well. Got to, excuse me. You've got to think of the of the other kids. What if the what if, what if it he, leaked? What or, if he puts his hand yeah, in there and he starts drawing a penis all over the other little kid's shirt? Classic lad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's an interesting one, and actually probably deserves unpicking way more than we're doing right now. But I th- but I think we feel like we we, we need to stop. <laughs> well, yeah, we might get cancelled otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already used the W word. That'll do. <laughs> Okay, let's dive into the top five essentials according to dads. Now, this was put out into the Dadsnet community, which you can join if you're a dad. Just search for Dadsnet on Facebook um, or head over to dadsnet.com. Um, but we, we put this out like what? Okay, so my question to you before I divulge what the top five were, what is the, what is, what does every dad need? Like they have, like, it's an essential thing, item, product, whatever that a dad needs in your opinion alcohol <laughs> number, number one oh yeah I mean you take what you can get <laughs> what, like a Bacardi Breezer or... oh, I'd, I'd, I'd smash that <laughs> you, you'd torpedo that I literally have you not got to the point where you've gone to the, we have got a drinks cabinet that does sound a bit, <laughs> wow. a bit no 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 it's, it's no, when I tell you what it's Charlie's um, <laughs> it's Charlie's late, it's Just Charlie's it <laughs> <laughs> it's Charlie's late nans um, right. cabinet that we remember we it's an heirloom it's an heirloom and we restored it and it just so happens it's got in the centre of it it's got a drinks cabinet so but I there isn't anything in there that if I'm that pissed off or stressed out that I will not drink. drink and I mean there's some there's some stuff in there that's <laughs> A is disgusting B has been in there for god knows how long I think the actual alcohol from from Charlie's Nan came with the cabinet. Oh, right, yeah. You know, there's some some, some sort Amazing. of blood orange liquid. So you're just going with alcohol? <clears throat> alcohol. Okay, well, I won't ruin it, but you might be along the same lines as some of the dads here. Okay, here's the top five. So at number five, it was duct tape. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Every dad needs a roll of duct tape. Yep. Uh, which I thoroughly agree with. Yep. Um, shall I give you some other things on the list? Yeah, yeah. That didn't make the top yeah, five? Yeah, let's do it. Let's oh, do sorry. It. Okay, let me go back a bit. Okay, other things that made, made the list were pen knife. Yeah, as long as it's locked away. It's a bit old school now, though. Pen knife. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> this okay. Again, this is safe. Just so you know. Again, it's in Charlie's nan's cabinet. <laughs> Stanley knife now. It's yeah. not a pen knife. I use it. if I need Stanley knife. Yeah. It's right. always there. You can. Yeah, met my friend Stanley. You can tuck it away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, brown work boots. Every dad needs a pair of brown boots. Hunter Wellis for me. Okay. Are they brown? And black. Cowpole. Yeah. Huh. Cowpole? Cowhole. Cowhole? Every dad, cow need, every dad needs a good cowhole. Yeah, but do you go cowpole or do you do supermarket owned oh. brand? Because I go supermarket owned brand. It's yeah, it depends stuff. how organised I've been. Right. Because if I'm disorganised and you go to the Tesco's local or Sainsbury's local, then you, buy the the cow- you have to buy the cowpole which for Which costs you 900 pounds. Yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than the one pound Tesco's yeah. own. Which So it depends how organised I've been yeah. at, that, at that point. Uh, a secret stash of snacks. I think the emphasis on the word secret there. Yeah. Ch- chocolate and crisps are a must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and and again, made the list, but not the top five, was an amazing tolerance for Bing. Possibly you could replace Bing with Blippi or Coco Melon or any other kind of annoying child YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. What's the one that... Peppa Pig. What's the one that my daughter watches? 
Oh God, Elaine? No, not <laughs> Elaine. No, what? It's a it's a YouTube little girl. Like she's got millions of followers. Don't know. Oh God, no. I hope her name's not Elaine though. No, no, I'm thinking Elena of Avalor, oh, which right. is the, the Disney Plus thing. Okay, well, okay, let's go for the top five. So, at number five was duct tape. At number four was single malt. So, alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. yeah. Although, I think, I agree, it should, really should be specific, specified. Vodka. Oh, yeah, maybe. What are you? I'd have single malt. I'd have a really smoky single malt. I thought you were the Prosecco boy. Well, I'll, yeah, it depends if Jen's drinking with me or not. Because you've always got to drink the rest that she doesn't drink. She, well, she only drinks it at a certain temperature, doesn't oh, she? Yeah, yeah. So she pours a whole glass, drinks the top inch whilst it's almost freezing, and then it's too warm for her, so she gives it to me. So, so she, honestly, when we get when we get a bottle of Prosecco out for an evening, we only get one glass. No. <laughs> Just share it. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'll have a glass, and then I'll have two thirds of her glass. So then I'm drinking one and two thirds versus her third. So I'm I'm left on the sofa going, and she's like, oh, we've only had one bottle. And I'm like, you, you, I've had one bottle. You've had like nothing. Um, at number three was a good barbecue. Yes. Let's not get into this now. Gas barbecue. We, no, yep. let's, no, it does, no, it did not specify. It just um, said barbecue. Because it means you, you can do it all year round. More practical. You can do it. Anyway, anyway, I'm not going to get dragged into this. Yeah, by the time I fired up my gas barbecue, not, you're still going no, on your knees, chipping away, getting no, a spark. I'm not, I'm not getting dragged into it. <laughs> okay. We'll save it for the summer. Yeah. Uh, at number two, a good coffee machine. Yeah, I'm not I'm not bothered with posh coffee. I'm all right. I, okay. I can, no. Okay. But oh, coffee's, I do agree coffee. with coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And at number one, I mean, this is just, just sums up the humor of dads in Dadsnet. Okay. At number one, the most essential thing every dad needs is at least one child. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Uh, anyway, good. a little bit of anti-climax I found, but still witty. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that's, uh, you know, that's respect to the Dadsnet community. Mm. Yeah. Kudos, guys. Kudos. Mm. Uh, don't forget, if you want to join, head over to Facebook, search for Dadsnet. Come and join the 20-odd thousand other dads in there uh, for camaraderie, fun, and frolicking. Well done. Probably not the best of advert, that. <laughs> there was a decent <laughs> amount of alliteration there. Well done. That's good. Okay. Um, right, next. Uh, so... Matthew McConaughey, Scarlett Johansson, and Reese Witherspoon, voices, stars of the new Sing 2 movie. And let's have a chat about how fantastic this film is. First up, it's Matthew McConaughey telling us what we can expect from Sing 2. The dreams are getting bigger. The road trip is longer. It's got more potholes, more resistance. The consequences are, are larger if we do not succeed. The consequences are larger if we do succeed. There's more at stake. Sing 2... There's a lot more of me as Buster on the ropes, just hanging on by a thread, just trying to survive. Not thriving, surviving. And holding water until I get some help from my friends and we all come together and pull off the coup and put the show on. It's another great thing about Buster. He's a hustler, which is a side of me that I like to tap into with him. Sometimes you got to break a few rules to pull it off. Now, Sing 2 has the most amazing soundtrack. There is no doubt about that. But what I was amazed by is that you 2 well, Bono's in the movie, but also the songs from U2 are in there, as Matthew explains. U2, one of the greatest rock bands ever. Some of their songs, still haven't found what I'm looking for. That'll be an introduction, first time introduction to many young men and women and kids around the world. That'll be the first time they heard it. And it'll hold up as an absolute instant classic. 
Reese Witherspoon plays Rosita, the pig, and she explained why this movie means so much to her. Of all the movies I've ever done, more people come up to me about this movie because it resonated so much with their family and their kids. The kids have the songs memorized, the dances memorized, they have favorite characters. And so returning to something that's so beloved, it's really exciting because you want to bring all that fun and beautiful music and and you want to do it again and even at a higher level with more great characters and I think we really I think we really nailed it. Now it's fair to say that Reese Witherspoon is is a movie star. She's a megastar, but even she can get starstruck. It's such an incredible cast already and then to add Bono and Pharrell, it's like dreams come true. And they would be like, "Oh, you're going to come in and record right after Tori Kelly and then right before Scarlett and then Pharrell is coming in." And I was like, "I can't believe that I'm part of this movie." Well, she's in good company because Scarlett Johansson who plays Ash also felt a little bit intimidated by all the music megastars that were in Sing 2. There's so many more talents in this, even this time, like Pharrell and Halsey and Bono and like all these, it's just the star power and it's like unimaginable and it's just, and the songs are like so exciting and over the top and huge and yeah, I, I mean, it's like definitely going to be a very exciting night out and it's so great that we can bring the whole family too um, because I think my daughter loves this movie as much as my mom um, and how many movies can you say that about? I do actually really like Rosita uh, in in Sing Two. She she's the mummy pig, and I think that a lot of parents will will relate to Rosita as Reese Witherspoon explained. The thing I love about Rosita is that she's a mom who's so worried about her kids. You know, she does everything for other people, but she has this dream in her heart and. It's a big deal that her family supports her, her kids support her, her husband supports her, because she's a human beyond all of that hard work, you know, beyond her being a caregiver, she's she's got dreams and hopes. And I think that's something that really resonates with a lot of moms that see this show and, and also with kids that, you know, we learn that our parents are just these completely other people that have lives. I think that's really resonates with audiences and families. So I saw Sing 2 with my two kids uh, a couple of weeks ago and I I just think it is one of the most fantastic not just kids films just family films you know and there are a lot of great films out there but this just it blows everything out of the water it's just so feel good it's the songs are incredible I don't mind admitting it there were a few tears at one point but what I also love as as has been explained by some of the uh, some of the cast that there are some amazing musical artists in this movie and I am a huge U2 fan and knowing that Bono is in this movie and and they, they, they re-sing I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Um, as Scarlett Johansson, I mean, how do you feel when someone says to you, you're going to duet with Bono? So I didn't even get to really hear our song, the duet with Bono until not even that long ago and I just, I... I think because I was living in all this secrecy and everything, I didn't really have time to process it. Um, and now I'm processing it because everybody's heard it and I just can't believe it's being shared with the world. Um, it's very, very surreal, um, but it's awesome. I actually like the fact that both Reese Witherspoon and Scarlett Johansson there talked about how much they were starstruck and slightly bricking it because Bono is in the movie. Yeah. Like Scarlett Johansson had to do a duet with Bono. I mean, I can see that as being intimidating. I, I think so. And even like right now, let's be honest, I'm a massive fan of YouTube, yeah. as I just said. But like, they're, they're not really 
relevant anymore. They will be now because, as Matthew McConaughey said, that pe- there's a new audience now which are going to be exposed to, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Mm. You know, they do a bit of Stuck in a Moment, which is an amazing song in yeah. the film. And, um, but yeah, I think, isn't it amazing that these huge Hollywood A-listers, megastars... Yeah. Still get nervous about meeting other Hollywood A-listers. <laughs> yeah, just like, in, and I yeah. imagine, you know, you, we, we, well, you've grown up with U2. I've grown yeah. up with U2. He's like... I wow. think that it, that is indicative of that. It's quite. I, I like those stories because it normalizes these people. Yeah, you yeah. know that they feel the same way as I do about someone. Yeah, and some because sometimes you don't think like that, do you? Yeah. Um. I think Ed Sheeran's always good value for that for normalizing it. Like, yeah. He, you know, he he. I saw an interview with him once when he just said that. Um. He. he he moved to LA and he felt really isolated because he was invited to all these parties with all these people. And he said it was very nice and he got on with loads of people and it was really good, but he never really felt that he had that friendship, that connection. So he came back to that little village in somewhere, wherever it is in England, Norfolk, and just went out with his schoolmates. Yeah, he still does it. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is now that Ed Ed Sheeran's house, we're, we're still waiting to find out what happens next. He's built a golf course He's built a pub, which yeah. he needs. He needs to get planning permission every single time. So, do you remember what George Clooney did when he moved in? He moved in. Was it Surrey or something like that? Was it? I don't know. Was it near the? T- oh, I can't remember. And he moved in, and just to sweeten up the neighbours, he gave them thirty grand each, like a ten grand holiday, and some other little bits and bobs. Yeah. As if, as if George Clooney living next door wasn't enough. <laughs> Like, like, like my mum would be like yes move in but he was do you know what she, she he could have given my mum a pair of binoculars <laughs> and she'd be well happy never mind 30 grand and a 10 grand holiday hang on your, your mum's on the phone no 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 a really powerful telescope is what yeah, she wants yeah we'll just come round every year once a year tea with, no know. I think it was because he was he was having some um, I'm just looking on my phone building he was having work. some building work done wasn't he George Clooney uh, neighbours I'm pretty certain he was having George Clooney and his wife uh, Amel gave their neighbours a forty-five thousand uh, pound package, including a Corfu holiday, wow. to say sorry for their home renovations. That was it. Yeah, he could he could just go around some like home baked cookies or something. It was a holiday to Corfu and a lump sum of thirty grand. Oh, that's mental. Yeah, that was it. I mean, yeah. if you live next door to George Clooney, you're probably fairly wealthy. I'm just going to like... Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. That yeah. You, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, your house is going to be, it's like, not maybe not the same, but certainly, like, of a certain... Yeah, 30 grand is the big shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. I do it. Right, we're done. Go and watch Sing 2 with the family, because it is... It, like I said, it's, it's just... It's one of the ultimate feel-good kids' films for the family adults will love it as well it honestly I am just so blown away by it it's yeah. brilliant I'm booking my ticket so I'll see you there so good right we're done yeah don't forget to please leave us a review and tell someone else to come and have a listen um, star ratings come and find us on social media at jkjasonking at the dad's net um, and stay in touch looking forward to next week about things we did at school which we still want to do now love it keep drawing those penises kids <laughs> Dad's Net Original Podcast.